Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Chapter 23, The Truth. I had the sense that I'd been asleep for a very long time. My body was stiff, like I hadn't moved once through all that time either. My mind was dazed and slow. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Arkey. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Wow, Bella really sleeps better when people are near her watching her sleep. I know. Who knew all of the nightmares would have just gone away if she and Charlie had gotten bunk beds? (laughs) Or if she had just gotten like a very lifelike blow-up doll. That's a weird idea. (laughs) Would she sleep with it or would it just watch her? I don't know. But how was that idea weirder than her getting bunk beds with her dad? I don't mean a sexy blow-up doll, like one of those pillows that looks like Daniel Craig. (laughs) Who knew all we needed was to get Bella a Daniel Craig blow-up doll to snuggle with as she sleeps? All of her nightmares are on us. Wow. We had a budget to send her this the whole time, and it was just our lack of creativity that kept Bella with these nightmares. Horrible. Shame on you, Julia. Shame on us. No, you. It's more you than me. Okay, do you want to recap what happened in this chapter for everyone? Happily. Okay, on your mark, get set, go. Bella wakes up and she thinks she's dead, but she's not. And then she thinks she's dreaming, but she's not. I think she only realizes she's not dreaming because she and Edward make out and she almost faints to death again. Um, They have fights, fights about whether the Volturi is going to come and murder her, whether she should turn into a vampire, whether whether Edward really loves her, or if it's all just a facade because he feels guilty for almost getting her murdered. Um, Then they start to make up, but Edward is still hard no on her becoming a vampire, so she decides to go the democratic route and bring it to the family. Wow, that was 32 seconds. You're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, which is better than being a vampire because they're cheater, cheater, human eaters. So true. Okay, count me in. Three, two, one, go. So Edward is watching her sleep and she's like, oh my God, I I slept so long. It's one in the morning. She's been sleeping for 13 hours. 
And he's like, I love you. And she's like, no, you're a dream. No, you couldn't love me. And he's like, I shouldn't have left you. I went to South America in order to try to find Victoria. And she's like, oh, my God, you were chasing Victoria. And then she was like, look, I can only be with you if I'm a vampire, too. And he's like, well, too bad. And she's like, well, too bad. We're going to your parents' house, and they're going to vote as to whether or not I can be a vampire. Great work. We love democracy. Do you have any breaking news? Do, do, do. I sure do. Edward is the worst tracker in the history of the universe. I did a brief survey of all trackers, and he won. He's so bad at it. Victoria lures him to South America, and she has been back in North America for weeks. And we know this because the werewolves have been, like, fighting her off. She went so far as to Canada which is as far from South America as you can get while still being in the Americas. And he is like still running around Brazil looking for her. That is how bad of a tracker he is. I know. And like he must have been on some kind of trail or else he would have left. Like who is he stalking? Just a random redheaded woman? Yeah, like a really pretty random redheaded woman has definitely filed a complaint against him. I feel so bad for her. I know. I know. Me too. She's like, what did I do except be beautiful? Nothing. <laughs> Justice for that redheaded stranger. Yep. That's my only piece of breaking news. What about you? Do, do, do. Bella's middle name is Marie. Her full name is Isabella Marie Swan. Very well done by Renee or Charlie, whoever picked that. I thought that was very nice. It's not as great as Julia Grace or Ariana Nicole, but it's a great name. Or Vanessa Miriam. Vanessa Miriam is a very nice name. Speak yourself, love, Vanessa. You have a great name. I was also interested in the fact that Edward seems confused by vampire biology as much as I am. He's talking about murdering Victoria, and he says, I'll do better this time. She won't be tainting perfectly good air by breathing in and out for much longer. But I thought they don't breathe. So, like, what's going on with that? Is it just a metaphor? Like, what do you think is happening? Well, they breathe. They just don't need to breathe, which does mean that they're not doing the whole turning oxygen into carbon dioxide thing, which makes me confused as to what is tainting the air. It's just like anything that gets into her chest cavity is automatically more disgusting than anything that was outside it. I would agree with that. True. The only other thing I could think is that maybe she has cooties. Yeah, and that's totally outside the laws of physics or biology. That's just a sensation that you can tell. There is a vaccine, though. We all know the cooties shot. So Edward, rather than killing Victoria, should just be, like, disseminating the cooties vaccine. Maybe he's an anti-vaxxer. He's like, no vaccine, cooties only. (laughs) No vaccine. Murder is the only solution. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Any other breaking news? I was interested in the fact that at the beginning of both of these chapters, Edward and Bella have the same misunderstanding that they're dead when they're not. I don't know what it means, but I'm certain it means something. It's like in Hamilton. I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. They've just like fantasized about being dead so much that they're like, now I must be dead. When in doubt, turn to musical theater for the answers. Can't say I agree, but happy work for you. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> do you have a moment of genuine enjoyment? I do. I do. I do. 
First of all, I love that they're making out again. And Edward seems to be over his whole my teeth might kill you thing. They seem to be like really going for it. Do it, kids. And then my other moment of genuine enjoyment is when Edward is like, I'll change you into a vampire when you're 30. And Bella says, horror washed over me. 30. 30 is not that bad, people. It's great. Can only imagine it's better than 19. It's so much better than 19. What about you? Did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment? I was really pleased with Edward in this chapter. Mark my words, folks. It's true. He mostly, I'd say 85% grasped what he did wrong and was able to articulate that apology. The 15%, I'll get on him for later. But he was like, yeah, I messed up. I shouldn't have left you. It was pretty dumb. And like this whole book, I was like, Edward, it was so dumb. You left her with no resources and her bad at tracking. And here she is about to get murdered 24-7 while you're curled up in a ball crying about it. Like it's a bad strategy from the beginning and he apologized for it. So what advice do you have given that he's only at 85%? So the rest of the 15% was when he says this to Bella, which I found so annoying. He's talking about how hard it was for him to lie to her. And he goes, I'm a good liar. But still, for you to believe me so quickly, he winced. That was dot, 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 excruciating. And it's like, Edward, if you don't want someone to believe that you're not in love with them, don't lie to them about it and then guilt them for it. Just tell them the truth. I completely agree with you. Like, this is on him. I just also feel for him. Because, like, if I were to say to you, like, well, Julia, I don't want to be your friend anymore because you're so boring and you believed me, I'd be like, I was kidding. It wasn't a very funny joke. But, like, obviously I don't think you're boring. Yeah, but would you say, like, it hurts me so much that you believed that I was boring? No, I just understand the feeling he's having of like that instinct of like, I can't believe you believed me. Like, I can't believe you actually thought I would think that. I don't think that you should then be mad at the other person because you're the one who messed up. You're the one who made a joke without a jokey enough voice or you're the one who lied successfully. But I understand that like, is our relationship so fragile that you would think that I would think that you're boring? Yeah, I can revise my advice to say, keep that sentiment to yourself. And instead, act on repairing that initial wound that makes your relationship so fragile. Totally. Also, I wasn't trying to get you to amend your advice. I was just sharing my own empathy. I'm happy to amend. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Do you have a first piece of advice? I do. Bella spends like 10 pages of this chapter confused as to whether or not she's awake or asleep. And I'm just going to give like really basic like wisdom advice on this. If you're not sure if you're awake or asleep, pinch yourself. Have you ever tried this? No, but I've never thought I was asleep when I was awake. Have you been asleep and not sure if you're awake? Yes, but that's not when you need to pinch yourself. You need to pinch yourself when you're awake, but you think you're asleep. And when I'm asleep and have to convince myself it's a dream, I force myself to wake up. Wow. I just try to fly. Little running start. See if I get up there. (laughs) You try to fly? Mm Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely can't do in real life. (laughs) Have you ever been awake and been like, wait, I'm not sure if this is a dream and tried to fly? Not yet, but there's still time. Oh my God. That would make me so happy, especially if you then found out that you were awake and could fly. Now that would be amazing. Maybe I should just start trying just to see. (laughs) Yes, but don't try by jumping off of things. Running start, flat surface. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Bella. She seems really confused about what to tell Charlie in terms of the lie about why she left for three days. And The best lies are ones that are close to the truth. So just be like, hi, when Alice was here, Edward had called and they had a miscommunication and he thought I was dead and then he tried to kill himself. That's basically what happened. The vampire stuff is totally extraneous to the reason you went to Italy. Yeah, I agree. I'm wondering what you think about this theory, but I heard this on a TV show that the best lies are things that you wish were true that that's when you look like you're lying the most realistically. If you say what you want to have happen, she'd be like, yeah, I left for three days. I was running across the local soccer field and I started to fly. (laughs) Like that's less believable than what I had initially described. (laughs) Bella would say that. (laughs) Do you have a second piece of advice? Yes. My second piece of advice is for Edward. Bella at one point is like, I'm going over to your parents' house right now. And Edward is like, don't. And she's like, I'm gonna. And then he prevents her by getting in front of her door. And my advice is, Edward, if you can't stop someone with your words, then you shouldn't stop them with your body. True. I feel like men do this a lot where they like get in the middle of doors, like get between you and a door. And I, I hate it. I hate it. So what do you think Edward should have done? I think Edward should have said, I would prefer that you didn't do that. Can we can we discuss it for a minute? And then if she was like, no, I'm doing it, I think he should just like grieve that loss and like go with her and make your point to your family. But like graciously accept that you can't control other people. Yeah. Or abstain from the voyage. Be like, okay, I'll chill here. Yeah, totally. Take a little vampire non-nap. Rock in her rocking chair until she comes back. Think it over. Did you write anything in your Twilight Diary? 
Yeah, I had another moment where I noticed Edward's confusion about like how the world works. This has more to do with the planets than like vampire biology. But his whole like new moon metaphor when he's like, my life was a moonless night and then there was an asteroid and it was you and then you were gone. It's like the point of the moon is that it's a cycle and then later it's a full moon. So like just wait it out and the moon's coming back and then it's going to grow even more. Then it'll wane and I'll be sad. But like the cycle of life is part of the moon imagery. Do you not think that you can select part of the imagery of something? I feel like it's a less resonant metaphor. So this is just like writing advice. Well, he's thinking it. Okay, so you're this is thought censorship. It's not censorship, it's a workshop. <laughs> it's debate advice. It's like I was Got trapped in a cave and there was a lightning bug and it went away. Like the cave is always dark and that's very depressing. And Got like the lightning bug sounds beautiful. But like the new moon, like the moon's coming back, you don't have anything to be sad about. Stop complaining. Wait a couple of days, it'll be here. Yeah, it sounds like you and I both think that Edward needs to take, like, an argumentation class. Yeah. This is because he hasn't left high school. Do you know where you take argumentation? College. Intro to academic argument. Teaching it this fall, Edward. Come to University of Michigan. (laughs) Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? Um, I have a couple of things. One is that it just, like, still really bothers me that Edward just watches her sleep. I just want a conversation with him and be like, do you speak all the languages? And if he does, then fine. Have you read all of Dickens? And like, yes, then fine. But like, there's no reason why he isn't then reading all of Toni Morrison. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't use his eternity better. Do you think he's actually just watching her sleep that whole time and just blanking out? Or do you think he's like, you know, doing some kind of meditation exercise? Like, he has to be thinking about something. I don't know. I've never been creepy, so I don't know what creeps think about. (laughs) So true. I mean, like, the least he could do is think about what he can say to then fight Bella, you know? He has all that extra time to prepare his arguments, and yet he's still failing. One of my greatest anxieties in life, it's not even an anxiety. It's, like, one of my greatest, like, things that I grieve in my life are all of the books that I'm not going to get to read and all of the places I'm not going to get to see. And I just really resent that he has eternity and he's using it so poorly. I mean, I would argue the only one who's doing it well is Carlisle, who's helping people. Yes. The rest of them are just loafing around all day and night. And Carlisle even has room for improvement. Like, he should have multiple IDs and be working in multiple hospitals and only get outed when somebody hashtags my hot doctor. <laughs> yeah, 2020 would ruin him. TikTok, it's over for him. <laughs> Okay, what about Bella's care package? What would you like to put in them? So I'm going to send her a bunch of delicious bagels. She says she's never been east of Albuquerque before when remarking on her trip to Italy, and that makes me think she's never had a delicious bagel. So I would like to send her some as bagels are some of my favorite food. Oh my God, you're such an East Coast snob. We have good bagels on the West Coast. There is a chain called Western Bagel. The Western Bagel. And it's so good. And... They have the best scallion cream cheese ever. Wow. Okay. I would just send her to a bagel place then. Yeah. I just haven't heard about her bagel exposure in these books. Totally fair. I'm not sure why that hasn't been touched upon. I'll send her a sampler. She can make her own choices. A Montreal bagel. Cough, cough, not good, but I'll send her one anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to put in Bella's care package? 
I was thinking that a weighted blanket might go a long way for her. It apparently really helps anxious sleepers. And she really seems to be an anxious sleeper. And I think it's a lot to ask Edward to like be her security blanket. And so, yeah, I would want to get her like a real security blanket. And then the other thing I was thinking is like a summer meditation retreat at like a fancy center at like Kripalu. I just think that she needs some like centering. Mm. It really troubles me how codependent she is with Edward. And Mm -hmm. so I would like for her to have an opportunity to explore her independence. And then she could go to the East Coast. Yeah. Kripalu's in Massachusetts. So then she could stop by our favorite bagel shop, which is in Porter Square. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think that Edward and Bella are going to act out the song somewhere from West Side Story for the rest of the Collins family. Now, West Side Story is based on Romeo and Juliet. And the song Somewhere is the two main characters, is like the Romeo and Juliet characters imagining that somewhere there is a place for them. And so I think that Edward and Bella are going to sing a really compelling duet. And then Bella is going to say to the Collins, and that somewhere is here where we are both vampires. And Edward is going to say, no, that somewhere is with me being a vampire and Bella aging and dying. And then everybody is going to be like, Edward, you should take an argumentation class because that argument was really bad. And then they're all going to vote that Bella becomes a vampire. Wow. If this book somehow transforms into a book musical, (laughs) it like could not get worse for me. (laughs) That was so mean. I'm, I'm sorry. It really hurts me that you could think that that was mean. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a flying failure from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. When I want to know if I'm awake or asleep, I pinch Julia. We're a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.